what is your why? Now I'm not trying to sound like a life coach or a motivational speaker or any of those things. What is your why? Okay? I often ask myself that question, you know, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? You know, I mean, there's a certain reason we all do everything we do. You know what I mean? There's a reason behind something, whether you, you know, like, let's say you're volunteering for a group. And the reason you want to volunteer for that group, your why, is because they have given you so much joy, you want to make sure that that group flourishes, so you are volunteering for that, you know, extracurricular group, how, whatever it may be, and that is you showing appreciation for the joy that they, and that sport or aspect or group or um, organization has given you, right? Or um, why? Are you going to work? Well, because I have bills and money and I'm trying to have my family unit live comfortably, right? Right? So what is your why? What is your why? A lot of times we got to ask ourselves that question. Sometimes, you know, we turn a blind eye to it. I mean, I know I do. Um, I forget. Why in the fuck am I doing this? You know what I mean? Because, uh... Let's be honest, you want to have a smile when you go to bed tonight? So your why better be good. And you better be doing the right things for you. And your family. You know what I mean? If it makes you feel good about yourself that you'll have a smile when you go to bed tonight, that you worked hard or got a promotion or your family's going to live very comfortably all because of something you did, Hell yeah, that's a why like nobody else's business. You don't have to be this outrageous, you know, seven-figure entrepreneur, you know, that uh, does all this shit. You know, I mean, the simple man can definitely have their why. Or the simple lady, for that matter. Sorry. Sorry. I, I try not to forget the chicks. But anyway, anybody can have their why. Nobody can tell you what it is. And nobody can take that away from you. Welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast, everybody. I'm glad you're here. Why in the hell am I making this podcast? Well, well, glad you asked that question. I, uh... You know, yesterday I got an interesting text from one of my uh, neighbors down the road. The fact is, I'll call him a friend. A neighbor friend, a friendly neighbor. We're, we're buds. You know, I mean, we're, we're, we're into the same shit, chickens. I mean, you gotta be chicken friends, right? So anyway, he asked me, you know, if he could use the incubator, which is totally awesome. I'm, I'm glad to see it get used this year because I'm not using it. And uh, I'm glad he put the date down that he wanted it, or, you know, the time that he wanted it. Because, um, you know, it's... People ask a lot, you know, because I borrow it out all the time. I just like seeing more chickens in the world. So, uh, you know, I don't... You know, I, I let people use that all the time. And plus, it's so awesome. It's such a nice incubator that I really like like seeing it be used, you know, instead of stored away in my basement all the time. But uh, he was asking me, you know, a, a couple questions about 
How to prep the eggs for incubation. Now, every year we go through this on this podcast, which is a whole two seasons so far, but it merits good reminding because I know you probably don't want to filter through the episodes for some very simple, simple, newly added content that I'm going to add here. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it, this is the time of year I need to say it again. And it's good. It's a good reminder to you. It's a good reminder to everybody. And it's just good information to know. How do I prepare and store my hatching eggs? How do I do that? Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you right now. Okay. So the best thing you can do is grab the cleanest hatching eggs you have. Now, what makes clean hatching eggs? Clean bedding. A clean nesting box, not a muddy day, okay? So, like, uh, you know, I mean, sometimes you're in between kind of a rock and a hard place, right? Because you, it's, it's raining out and you want the chicks to hatch on a certain day. And your chickens, you know, when chickens that are walking through mud lay an egg, they, you get muddy eggs or you get shitty eggs, right? They're just not clean. It's okay. The, the eggs do not need to be sparkling clean. They just need to not have like half a pound of chicken shit hanging off of them, okay? You know, I mean, just unusually dirty is not going to cut it. You need them to be fairly decent, okay? And you can, you know, load those in your incubator, okay? So what do I do? I, I like to know when I got them and I, and I fill an egg cart, right? So mine holds 22 eggs, so I'm gonna need two egg cartons for that, right? As I get my clean eggs, I put them in the egg carton upside down, which means pointy side down, okay? Now, when you get those, when you have those, you you can store those at room temperature in a dry, unsunlighty spot for five days okay a lot of people will say seven I'm gonna tell you five and even better yet if they're two days or less that's even better okay so you put them pointy end down you're gonna store them for uh, no more than five days and you're gonna have clean eggs already all right now you got them in your cartons now what here's what you do you take a 2x4, do you know what a 2x4 is? You take a foot-long piece of 2x4, just about everybody has one of those, but if you don't have one of those, an empty egg carton will do the trick, okay? So the egg cartons are long ways, right? So underneath one of the long sides, you set the 2x4 or the egg carton under both of those cartons, right? You got pointy side down in there, and it's closed, and, and you set those under there. 12 hours later, you put the two by four under the other side. You don't want the air cell that's going to be in the fat part of that egg, which is up, reminder, reminder. Uh, you don't want that air cell to stick, you know, because stuff can dry and stick. So if you take, and, you, and, you, and that's called turning, you don't have to like literally turn the egg. All you gotta do is set a two by four under the egg carton, at the beginning of the day and under the egg carton at the end of the day. Now, you can do this up to five, six, seven times a day if you want to. If you, you know, every time you walk by it, every couple hours, you can turn it. 
Okay, that's not a bad idea actually. You can, I, I usually did that. I, I'd change them like four times. So then, or sometimes I'd move them three times, you know. Wake up in the morning, do it. Uh, get home from work, do it. And then right before bed, do it, you know. So I mean, just so your air cells don't um, screw you up there, if you know what I mean. So that that is turning the eggs. You're not literally turning them, you know, or flipping them. You're just setting a two by four under one end of the egg carton and then setting the two by four under the other end of the egg carton. And if, like I said, if you don't have a two by four, you can use anything that measures likely like that, like an egg carton or, or another piece of wood or something. You know, whatever works, you know. Um, the, the important part is, is that you actually do it. And sometimes if you're getting shit tons of eggs, you know, like an incubator like mine, you're going to be able to fill that incubator in one day. And if you get that many clean eggs in one day, God bless you, by the way, because that means you're doing something right, something better than me anyway, um, that's really nice. Okay? So it's nice to see that. And, 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 you know, right before they go in the incubator, like right as you're setting them, um, sometimes what I like to do is my daughter likes to take a sharpie and name the eggs you know they're all different colors different shapes different sizes she knows them the breeds really well um, so she knows exactly what kind of bird is going to come out of there sometimes she gets surprised but uh, she's pretty good at it so you know a lot of times she knows what's happening you know and um, I don't know I mean it's just it's fun you know make it fun you know, fun for the kids. So I'll let my kid, you know, on an hour or two before I actually set these eggs, I will let her actually write on the eggs. You know what I mean? Like, you know, make little notes to the chicks, you know, before they hatch or good luck or whatever. Or um, sometimes I even, uh, you know, she'll actually name the chicks before they have ever even shown their face. You know what I mean? And she'll write their name on it, you know, with a Sharpie. It's just, it's, it's all about good fun. All in good fun. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's, that's something that you can do. It's, um, it's just a good time. You know, it's just a good time. So, I mean, that's, that's something that we do. And another thing is, is, um, you, you know, if you don't want to do that, if you're a little, if you're kind of weirded out about that, no big deal. No big deal. You don't have to do that. I'm just saying, that's, that's just something that we do. It, it doesn't seem to affect the hatch rate whatsoever. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, another thing is, uh, like, um, I, 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 I douse them down. I like to douse the eggs down with a fairly liberal amount of um, hydrogen peroxide right before I set it. Okay. So drenching them with hydrogen peroxide is not a bad idea. Um, you, some people like to do it naturally, and that's fine. The only reason I do this is I've noticed that my hatch rate has gone up quite a bit, actually. More than 10% when I do this. Um, <clears throat> I think it kind of gets rid of the... Because eggs are porous, and that's exactly what happens is the egg, as the chick is growing in the egg it actually dehydrates and there's less water in the egg okay 
and the water comes out of the pores. Um, maybe the hydrogen peroxide has something to do with that, and I'm not quite sure about that. Um, if God's honest truth, I don't know what it does, but it improves my hatch rate, so I do it. Um, and another thing is, is when you set the eggs and you turn the incubator on, you're going to add, you know, you're either going to be doing a dry hatch, which is good to uh, research, a wet hatch, which is normal. That is, uh, you know, your 45% humidity, and then your last three days you're doing 65% humidity. But um, long story short, if you do a wet hatch, um, as your eggs are heating up in that incubator, uh, because it takes a while for the incubator to heat up to the 99.5 degrees that it needs to be at, <clears throat> um, one thing that will help it heat up quicker is if you add like 100 degree water to it or like a lukewarm water to the incubator uh, for the initial humidity. And that'll crank your humidity up quite a bit. Just keep the thing open <coughs> and it'll eventually um, get itself all equalized, you know, with the proper incubator. So anyway, that's how you do that. And um, yeah, if you have any questions, you're free. Feel free to, you know, catch up with me on my email, Ziggy underscore five one nine at yahoo.com. Uh, I've noticed a few emails coming in, and it's great. I love answering your questions. I love being a part of that. You know, being part of our, the listener community. It's it's totally awesome. But anyway, what is your why? What is your why? Just remember that every single thing you do every day, there's a why behind it. You got to know what it is. I got to get out of here. Anyway, have a good one. Thank you.